And good evening, everyone, and welcome to Race Time Radio. Sure hope you had a good time over the Easter weekend. We were off and we had a dynamite time. The weather has been spectacular ever since. And uh, I'll tell you what, feeling a lot like race season right now in April. Reality is going to set back in here in Ontario, though, uh, just uh, probably tomorrow. And then temperatures are going to cool back down and uh, we'll be back on the roller coaster. But uh, hey, we got a great show lined up for you tonight. Uh, we got Junior in the house. What's going on today, there, Junior? How hey, are you? Hey, hey, rocking and rolling. This uh, this weather, my lord, <laughs> it, it it could stick around all year. Oh, that's perfect. Yes, it is. No bugs outside. None. You know, lots of lots of warm temperatures. Uh, lots of sunshine. Uh, yeah, we definitely, uh, you know, we were definitely blessed uh, up here. Big time. Uh, unfortunately, it was because of all the big storms and everything that went through down in the southeast. Uh, so uh, you know, while we uh, we got to bask in the sunshine, uh, those guys had to battle some some pretty massive and and. Uh, and big storms uh, uh, down there, but uh, uh, you know, definitely thoughts and prayers are, are you know down towards the uh, the southeast, and and uh, uh, you know, hopefully they can they can battle through it and, and rebuild. Oh, absolutely! You want to believe it, and they're gonna they're gonna, and summer will hit here, no doubt. Let me tell you who we got coming on the show tonight. We're gonna talk APC and a little bit of Pentis, I hope, with our first guest, Kyle Steckley, will join us. Uh, he'll be all set and ready to go. I seen him at. Motorama got a nice piece with him. Audio didn't work. So it's okay. We got him live tonight on the program. We'll also check in with Andrew Ranger. He's getting set for another Pinty season in that 27 car. Uh, we'll check in with the Rocks Pond native from Quebec, Andrew Ranger. We'll also uh, speak with Jason White. Of course, Teledega is up. You'll remember back to Daytona when the ARCA 200 was on and the Sun Peaks BC, Jason White almost won himself that huge race. Jason is all locked and loaded, so to speak, ready to go for Talladega, and that comes up next weekend. Jason White's going to join us tonight. We'll see how the plans are all coming together. Get inside the helmet with Jason, and we'll find out uh, what he's thinking heading into this uh, super speedway race. The guy's getting pretty damn good at it, and I love his chances going into this one. We'll also, in hour number two, zip out to the West Coast, and we're going to check in with Noel Dowler. You remember Noel. Uh, he's been around forever in this sport. Well, not quite forever, but the name Dowler has. Uh, Noel had good success uh, just last year in the RS1 Cup Series. Got a couple of wins, Saskatoon, Penticton, and uh, Noel has been there, done that. He's going to uh, hopefully be ready for a new season out in RS1 Cup Series competition, and we'll check in tonight with Noel Dowler. Uh, also, in hour number two, we're going to talk Western Rattler 300 with a guy that was on the pole for that very race uh, for the first ever, which was last year at Penticton Speedway. Wes Mater is going to join the show tonight. We'll talk to him about the second annual Western Rattler 300, see if he's got not only a pole in that car, maybe he's going to have himself a win. We'll find out tonight with Wes. But 
Junior, what do you say we get to that uh, Zoom line and welcome in our first guest? I can see Kyle Steckley all locked and loaded, ready to go. What's going on there, Mr. Steckley? How are you? I'm doing good, guys. How are you doing? Fantastic. Uh, you got that 22 machine all shined up, ready to go? Yeah, it's all ready to go for next Saturday at the APC Media Day at Delaware Speedway. This nice weather's been getting me excited. I'm ready to get back to the track and see what this year brings. It much changes this year, Kyle, to the car. Did you have to do much to it? or did, I shouldn't say did you have to. Did you do many changes that you wanted to do? You and, of course, Scott Steckley, your dad, and the whole crew. I can well imagine you guys were in the shop over the offseason going, hmm, what do you think we try this this year? Yeah, we definitely kept busy after coming back from Florida. We had to change the car all back over to the APC rule, so that took quite a while. And we've been we've been thinking of things to try things to test and see what we can do to be a little faster this year. Well, you had a great season last year. When you take a look at the whole scenario and everything that you were managed, that you managed to pull off, uh, you got a lot of racing in. You got some victories under your belt. You had uh, some invaluable experience in the Pinty series and, uh, you know, coupled in with guys like Stuart Friesen and, oh, man, it just good things all around. And I can well imagine you're going to be building on that here in 2023. What are your goals this year? What, what what's what's you know the the boxes looking like? Yeah, last year was definitely a huge learning year. So we built a good notebook, tested it at all the tracks, you know, raced raced everywhere on the series and all that. So this year I'm looking to go out and win races, just win as many races as I can, and I think the points will follow in the APC series and. We're going to tr- not run Delaware full-time this year, but we're just going to travel around and run some local specials and, and continue doing some some select Pinties races. So just go out and contend for wins every weekend, and hopefully we can be in victory lane quite often. Now, saying that, you know and I know that if you go out to the first late model race at Delaware Speedway on the Friday night deal and you happen to win it, you're going to be at the top of the points. That would be a little hard to say, okay, well, we're going to take next Friday off. Uh, what happens? What happens if you get out there and all of a sudden have that beautiful start? Yeah, I think we're going to stay focused on the APC series. It's just it's pretty hard to run both, and, and our commitment this year is going for that APC series championship, so we want to 100% commit to that. And, you know, I think there's a lot of other races at other tracks that are – I'm really looking forward to running, and running Delaware just wouldn't make that possible. So I'm definitely going to miss out on competing there weekly because it's a great field, a great track, and it's always puts on a good show. But, you know, we're just going to focus on the series this year, focus on traveling a bit. I'm excited to get to Sunset Speedway for a couple races. Flamborough has a couple big races. So I'm excited to travel around a bit and get more experience at different tracks. Yeah, and go after the dough, right? We got some $10,000 to win races. There's nothing wrong with chasing the dough. Uh, you're really good at it. Now, in saying that, Kyle, does that trim your late model count down to one car and specifically the APC car? I know last year you had a couple of 22 cars. Does it trim you down to one now, or do you still get two prepared? We still have two prepared. But uh, definitely the APC car is going to be ran more than what it was last year at some regular nights of practice. But we're still going to have two full cars this year ready to go. Um, Just, you know, if anything happens, we're still running a couple double double headers. The schedule isn't getting any 
any smaller, we're still running 20 to 25 races. So it's still going to be really busy, but I'm looking forward to it. How about the crew guys on that 22 machine? Uh, of course, your dad, Scott Steckley, multi-champion in the NASCAR Penny Series, NASCAR Canadian Tire Series back in the day. Uh, you got a lot of good good guys on your race team. Did you add any? We got the same guys? Who have we got? Yeah, a lot of the guys are coming back, which I'm super thankful for. They all are great guys. Come out to the shop, help out, know what they're doing at the track. They they give up their weekends to come and help out and be at the track with me. So really grateful for all of them. We've got a good group around me and just going to keep building with the same group as last year. And, you know, it, it's a lot of fun going to the track with them guys. Kyle, I know that uh, you've you've been there and done that now in, in late model racing. You're you're starting to you know really uh, the, the the amount of starts that you've had, you know the the amount of uh, the amount of victories that you've had, the amount of good runs that you've had, uh, they really start to add up. And I always like to get a feel for uh, where a driver's mindset is at. Uh, you know, I think back to guys like Dylan Blankhorn. Uh, they were classed as the young guys, right? They were classed as uh, the the young guys in in their class. Uh, guys like Cole Butcher and 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 Dylan Blankhorn. They're still younger guys, right? Mm-hmm. They're not, you know, they're they're still in their twenties. Um, and and you know, but yet they've been there and done that. Do you feel right now that you still go to the racetrack and feel like the young guy? Or are you starting to feel now, not that you belong, because obviously you belong, but, but that, that, you're, that you're more of a, a crafty veteran now or that you're, that you're starting to build on that momentum and you're starting to build you know, a, a notebook now? Or do you still go into a racetrack feeling like the young guy? Yeah. I definitely don't feel like a crafty veteran, but <laughs> but I'm definitely building on the notebook and uh, getting more comfortable going to all the tracks and racing with the guys I've been racing with for the past couple of years. So that's new to me because I've never stayed in one class for too long before. So I'm getting used to all the guys I'm racing against, traveling around at all the tracks. So I'm definitely a lot more comfortable than I was a year ago. But uh, yeah, I'm just excited to get back and go hunt for wins with the same guys I was racing against last year. Well, you command a pile of respect. I guarantee you that. When you roll in the gate, any of the competitors are uh, definitely watching you and practice and every move that you possibly make. Uh, a lot of times you're setting the, the, the bench and the mark uh, for guys to hit on that particular night. Which racetrack, out of all the ones that you've been to, uh, which one is your Achilles heel? Which one is the one you go, God, i got to get better at this place? Definitely Sunset. I last year was the first time I ever went to Sunset Speedway and we struggled. We had speed, but we just I struggled on the long runs, saving the tires. I wasn't wasn't good at that the first race, that's for sure. I was battling with Jake Sheridan for the first twenty laps and all of a sudden I had no rear tires left and I was fell back to tenth. So got a little better the second race, but it's definitely something I need to build on and, and tire management was a big learning curve last year and you know, going, that's another thing. Like, I learned so much about tire management last year. So, going into this year, I've got a lot more confidence in that. And I'm looking forward to the longer distance races. This is 150 laps at Sunset's going to be tough, but I'm excited to get some laps under my belt there. Oh, yeah. You're going to do great. You remind me a lot of, uh, you know, a young Matt Pertigo. Uh, when Matt would jump out of the car when he first started running the late model, he could go out and run, you know, the Great Canadian, what was that, 100, Junior? Or was that a 150? The Great Canadian 200. Was yeah, it 200? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He jumped out of that race, 
Uh, it was hot. Man, Sue and I were sitting in the grandstand watching the race, and I'm literally melting. And uh, I get down and get some interviews after the race. Brigo jumps out, and it looks like he just, uh, I don't know, he, he just went out and did a couple laps, and uh, it was like nothing to him. He could have went and done it again. Uh, it's in, it, it's important, right, those longer races, uh, you know, get getting in shape for them. Do you do cardio? Do you do a bunch of uh, workout routine to sort of prepare your body for what you're about to do this year? Yeah, I do that a bit, but uh, probably not as much as I should. But I, I do do that a bit, but I stay pretty busy, you know, working on working on the cars and going to school and all that. So I try to when I can, but I haven't been doing too much of that lately with the season coming up. We've been swamped in the shop, so that's all I've been thinking about. But it definitely is really important, and some people, you know, don't realize that and don't take the time and appreciate how important it is to be in good shape and you know, it's one less thing that your mind's thinking about on lap 95 of 100 when you're going for that win. Oh. Your body's not struggling to keep pushing. <laughs> Absolutely. If you're just tuned into Race Time Radio, welcome aboard. We're with Kyle Steckley. Uh, you may not know his face, but now you do. Uh, the 22 APC car, uh, he's getting ready to go. He's going to do the APC series, going after that championship. Look out, J.R. Fitzpatrick. This kid's coming. And we're going to see him in select NASCAR Pinty's races. Do you know which Pinty's races you're going to do just yet, Kyle? They're not 100% finalized, but I'm hoping to do the Ontario Ovals. Um, so that's, that'll be for sure the Sunset and the Delaware. So I'm really looking forward to doing both of those running at tracks I've ran before. And, you know, those cars are so much different. So I just want to get more laps in them, get more more seat time and run with those guys because it, it's pretty fun running with them guys they definitely don't give you any room they push you pretty hard and it's a little different than late mall racing but it's a ton of fun so i'm looking forward to getting back in a in a pinty's car this year i want to see you at shadier I, I like honestly man the He'd way that you drive there. the way that you attack the corner um in those pinty's cars uh, i think you'd do really good there and i i, I think that uh i think you'd have a ton of fun have you been to chaudier like have you been there to watch or yeah i imagine you have been right i've never been there you've never been there oh, i've man, never been there it's, it's one of those tracks I, I that i wanted to go this year yep but i couldn't because uh flamborough overlaps oh, flamborough apc is the same weekend so yep. I, I can't make it so yeah. that one's off crossed off the list unfortunately yeah definitely it's uh it's unfortunate but i man i'd i'd really that's a place where you know a, a guy like kyle stackley could really make some hay um oh, yeah. and uh and and have some fun with it but uh, uh kyle looking at uh of course you you went down south got a few laps in uh uh and and posted some good good results down at uh at five flag speedway this year uh, last year, of course, you went out there and raced in the Penny Series and 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 turned some heads and 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 posted some results in that one. Not the result that you wanted at Delaware, obviously, but but everywhere else. Um, it, what do you feel that you took away from last year that you're going to build on on the momentum side for the championship? Is it raw speed? Is it is it you know certain certain techniques? Is it what is it that that you're really heading into this year with with excitement about? Honestly, last year was such a learning curve for me and even my crew, especially on the late mall side, is I'm just excited going into this year having more knowledge and being more comfortable. 
because last year we were going to tracks for the first time. Our setup wasn't there. We weren't sure what we were doing with setup. We were constantly changing our setup. So I'm excited to go into this year with a notebook, be prepared, be consistent, and just know what I have under me and what I'm going to the track with and what the tracks are like. So I'm just, I'm really looking forward to being, having experience and being comfortable. And Alice Cooper's song, right? No more Mr. Nice Guy. You're going to go out there and you're going to go after yeah. it. Right from lap one. Uh, I noticed a few times, Kyle, last year where guys bounced you around because they knew that you are not that guy that is going to go back and retaliate and, you know, put their car in two pieces. Kyle would maybe be mad, but he's going to, you know, still race you clean. Uh, and that sometimes hurt the results that you were going to get. Uh, it, you you got to know that in that series, you can't be dirty, but in the same respect, you can't take it uh, and, and not be under the impression that you're going to be taking it all the time. If you take it once, you're going to take it a lot. So uh, I guess no more Mr. Nice Guy. You're there to win, and uh, that's what those other guys are there for. I believe we're going to have an outstanding APC series once again this year. This is going to be cool. Yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah, it's going to be incredible. And over on the Pindy side, uh, it's good now because there's a lot of the older guys are out of this, and the new guys like yourself are coming in. You don't have to worry about pulling up beside that guy that maybe your dad made mad back in the day, <laughs> and the guy looks and sees that number and goes, i got to get that guy. Uh, there is no more of that. All those old guys are pretty well washed up and gone now. I don't think Scott ever made anybody mad. Oh, yeah. No, I don't think he did. <laughs> Just sure. by being so fast. Well, and that, and that, right? <laughs> yeah. They couldn't, they, they, uh, he was an incredible racer, uh, still is. Yeah. In my mind, Scott Steckley, uh, man, Kyle, you're falling right in his footsteps. You're doing a great job, and I know we all can't wait to see you on the racetrack in whatever car you get in. This is going to be kind of cool, bud. Yeah, thank you, guys. Yeah, I'm. It's cool to run in the Pinty series because I've been following it since I was just a little kid with my dad. So, you know, I know the guys who are racing it. I know how the guys race. So I can go out there and I can be rough to some of the guys that I know they'd be like that to me. So it's cool following that series forever. And now I'm getting a race in it. So that's a pretty cool opportunity. Sponsorship on your cars. Who have you got? And have you got room for more? Yeah, we've got lots of great sponsors. Uh, obviously, APC Auto Parts Centers is one of the best, biggest sponsors in Ontario. They do so much for a sport. and Grateful for them coming on board. This is going to be their second year with us, and we've been growing our partnership and just hope to keep our relationship growing and continue on for many years. We have Pennzoil coming on board this year, which is really, really cool, through APC Auto Parts, and that's going to be a cool partnership that I hope to carry on for many years as well. Obviously, we've got tons of returning sponsors that have been with me for many years, like Quickwick Firestarters, AW Millwrights, Stewart's Equipment, a ton of local sponsors that have been with me for years, the local Milverton Food Town, Milverton Car Wash, Triple B Spring, SPS Metals, the list goes on of people and supporters that I have behind me that I have had behind me for a long time, so without them, none of it would be possible, and just ready to get back to the track and, you know, Get their, get their stickers to Victory Lane. You want to believe it. I can see you doing that a bunch this year. Kyle, thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time Radio. Please do us a favor. Say hi to the old boy and your mom. and uh, Say hi to the guys, and we all look forward to seeing you at the Speedway. 
Will do. Thank you. You betcha. That is Kyle Steckley. What an amazing driver. If you haven't seen Kyle go, wait. You just wait till uh, you see him fly around any of the APC tracks. And, of course, in the NASCAR Pinty Series, Junior, I believe that guy's got a shot to win. That isn't a stretch. No, it's definitely not a stretch. He's uh, uh, they're they're going to bring you know everything that they've got uh, uh, to the racetrack, and um, you know, he was a threat to win last year. You know, mm, yeah. if you look at, at how good of a year uh, J.R. Fitzpatrick had, um, typically the year that Steckley had would have won the championship in in a late model series. Sure, I mean uh, he top fived him to death, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, ran him ran ran extremely good races all the way through. Um, really, there was there was four guys last year that had amazing seasons in in APC, and um, that's difficult to have. You know, usually there's if somebody has a Cinderella year like Jr., uh, the rest of the field doesn't. You know, right, right. Um, but but you look at uh, Jr. Fitzpatrick, you look at Josh Stoddy, you look at Rick Walt, and you look at Kyle Steckley. Those three. Um, behind Jr. Uh, had wicked years. They sure did. You know, they they stacked up top threes. They stacked up top fives, um, and that's what it takes to to go out and win. Obviously, you got to end up in victory lane. Um, you know, uh, and and that's where Jr. Fitzpatrick kind of separated the bunch. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, you know, Steckley has got the chance and the opportunity to do that very thing. Sure does. Um, he's got every bit of good equipment as Jr. He's got the the knowledge on the pit box with with the group of guys that he's got um and and he's a heck of a wheel man and uh that, that 29 car too we got to throw his name in there that 29 ryan kimball watch out kimball's gonna do he's gonna do some stuff i i am not saying anything he is like I, right there the consistency i know i know the that's all that he's missing and and the execution you yep. know those guys there um you know I, I think that they would they would class it the same way um the thing that they were missing last year was execution um you know obviously you know it was like the they they started on the pole every single night it seemed you see? um it it was uh you know they they were always in the redraw they had speed every week um but very short Short run speed, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By the time you reached that lap thirty five mark, uh, they had somebody charging through the field and and was was charging to their back bumper, right? Um, and that seemed to be their Achilles heel. You know, mm-hmm. they they had they brought a, a race car to the racetrack that was lights out fast for a short period of time, and uh, um, you know if they could get over that hump and and be fast at the end, oh, he's going to win a ton of races. Win a ton of races, yeah. And yep. and you know we've seen. Um, what we seen in 2021 at the end of the year at Autumn Colors, uh, I thought that that's where the 29 really came to life at Peterborough Speedway. Oh, yeah. yeah, and I was like, man, Old heading into 22, yeah. heading into 22, like he's going to be tough. And unfortunately, it was it was just not that way, and and uh, uh, a, a difficult deal. The names that that I'm going to be watching out for in the APC tour. Very similar to last year. Um, Rick Walt, I think he's got a wicked program put together. Yep. Kyle Steckley, J.R. Fitzpatrick, um, uh, Stoddy, you got to throw Stoddy. him in there. Yep. Um, a, a name that, that might be um, a, a little bit um, a surprise to some is uh, Chase Pinsano. Um, he has done some really cool things in Superstock. Uh, really great program put together in the late model side. Uh, and Sheridan. Sheridan, oh, yeah. Sheridan yeah, has yeah. got a program, you know, last year they were with Whitey. 
Um, they have now left Whitey and they've went back to McCall's. Okay. Um, and and changed up their program dramatically by the sounds of it. Um, so that there is going to be a big program change, um, but also kind of a return home, if you will, oh, right? Yeah. So yeah, yeah. I think that uh, that both McCall and Sheridan have something to prove to each other, and um, that's a dangerous combo because he had speed. Uh, at the 50% mark of every race, but he didn't have speed at the end. Yeah. And um, so it was it was really interesting to uh, uh, to see. And, and I think that, you know, that group of, of, you know, five drivers is going to be your favorites at every one of these races that we go to. Um, but I think that at each individual track, there's an additional three or four yep. that get sprinkled in there, they whether it be Andrew Grizzell at Sobel Speedway or whether it be um, uh, Ray Morneau. I think he's going to do some really cool things at, at Delaware Speedway next yep. year. Yeah. Um, you know, names like that will get sprinkled in throughout the out the, the year. And even Jordan House uh, at, yeah. at, uh, yeah, yeah. at Sunset, Sunset Speedway, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there's a bunch of the local guys that uh that are not going to be full time in the penny or in the APC series but are lights out good at certain and they're going to focus in and try and get the W so yeah. many good names so many good teams the practice media day comes up next weekend at Delaware Speedway we'll try and get you some more information i know we'll have more competitors on as we get closer to the start of the year. The lights just flickered at the Race Time Radio studio. We got monsoons coming in. Hopefully we stay with you all night long here. Uh, if we go away, you'll know it was the power goddess. We're going to hit a break when we come back. Andrew Ranger, we're going to talk NASCAR Pindies with a two-time champion. Three-time? Three-time. Look at that. He won another one. Three-time champion. He's going to be with us next. Stay with us. Hey, race fans, this is Larry Barrio, and you're listening to Race Time Radio on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada. For listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by RPM Race Parts. Order today. Race tomorrow. Also by VP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. And by Dawson Dental Centers. Get your victory lane smile at DawsonDental.ca. It's Canada's kickoff to 2023 at Penticton Speedway. It's the second annual Western Rattler 300 weekend. If you build it, they will come. Friday, May 5th, it's qualifying. Plus the Street Stock Viper 100 and the West Car Snake Bite 125. The top three will qualify and move on to the 300. Then Saturday, May 6th, it's the 300 last chance qualifier. Plus the Street Stock Venom 100 and the second annual Western Rattler 300. It's Canada's richest to win pro late model event with $20,000 to the winner. For tickets and info, get to PantictonSpeedway.com or tune in live on Race Time Radio for live flight-to-flight coverage. Riley Siebert, the winner. This is my own, not coming here to push me around, and this is probably the biggest win of my career. May 5th and 6th, the best in the business will be at Panticton Speedway at the Western Rattler 300. 
When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, think Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Chapstain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. Nothing connects like country music. Country music. Dig in to Sirius XM's country universe. The next generation on the highway, channel 56. I need something you. This millennium's hits on Y2 Country Channel 61. Or 80s and 90s Prime Country on Channel 58. Tap into these and more in the country category on the SXM app. Included with all trials and popular plans. A Canadian that made an indelible mark across the world, Alex Trebek is best known as the host of Jeopardy, a show he hosted over 6,300 times since his debut in 1984. Alex won five Emmy Awards over that stretch and is still perhaps the most popular game show host of all time. His work with charities such as World Vision was tireless, and his foundation continues to benefit children across the globe. Alex Trebek, 2006 inductee on Canada's Walk of Fame. Taking you all the way to the track and back. It's Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. Hello to everybody watching on Rev TV or the Performance Motorsport Network.com, your head country radio. There's a whole pile of outlets out there. For Race Time Radio, and don't forget to stop by our YouTube channel at Race Time Radio TV, and please do us a favor and hit that subscribe button. It's building each and every week. It builds a little bit more, all thanks to you, and uh, we'll keep the uh, content coming at you. Uh, we've got a real good guest coming up here, Andrew Ranger is going to be here with us shortly. We'll talk NASCAR Pinties with Andrew Ranger. Of course, Junior is the spotter for that 27 car. You all ready to go? Have you been talking to Andrew lately? I haven't. No, I, it's uh, it's been a while, actually. Um, <laughs> so you're going to learn uh, a little bit tonight, too. Yeah, I'll learn a little bit, uh, see what he's been up to. and um, Yeah, definitely. It's... Uh, <laughs> We're we're getting there on the on the cusp of of the season. Obviously, um, the the team um, is going to look a lot different next year. <laughs> really, oh, really? Uh, for the twenty seven team, um, you know, uh, Caden Lapsovich has of course moved on and yeah. uh, uh, has moved on to uh, to Venturini down south, and um, you know, so it's it, we're going to have a different crew chief on on top of the box. 
Um, but uh, that being said, we've also got some really brand new equipment coming out of the WMI stable, and um, it's uh, man, it, it's it's a totally look a different looking deal than what last year was, and uh, couldn't be more excited heading into it. Uh, same combination in behind the wheel and up in the sky, going to be a good deal. We got the number twenty seven Andrew Ranger with us now from Rocks Pun Quebec. What's going on there, Andrew? You're looking good, kiddo. How are you? Yeah, very good. Yourself, guys? Doing good. <laughs> Doing good. Are you all ready for another season? How many seasons is this now for you in NASCAR uh, Canada? Oh, my God. I start on the 07, so it's, uh, it's a long time. I did the first race there in Cayuga, so it's uh, a long time. I always enjoy it. Well, you got a lot of W's. You got three championships, uh, and uh, there's no sign of you slowing down anytime soon. Uh, as Junior was just mentioning, you got some new hardware going underneath you this year. Uh, that's going to be interesting. Uh, do you get excited, Andrew, when you got new cars coming, or do you get kind of tentative, going, "Oh man, new cars. We got to set them up. We got to, you know, get the feel. Maybe it's going to feel different." Are you excited, or are you tentatively excited? No, I'm more exciting. I think it's awesome just to have a brand new car, brand new road course, brand new oval. It's something that uh, for a champion, you know, for a racer, this is awesome. You know, I have a great crew this year. This is amazing. And last year it was uh, more an experience, something new for everybody. You know, new team, new crew, cheap, new cars, uh, uh, sponsored by Chevrolet, Payee. So everything was a little bit tough for us, uh, but a lot of fun. We learned a lot. But we came back this year with brand new stuff, two car in the team, me and Glenn Stoward. So I think it's got to be a, a lot of fun, and uh, I'm ready to go this year. Oh, it's going to be incredible. And to see even the success you had last year for a deal that got put together in the late stages uh, to, you know, to debut in 2022, uh, to see you go out there and be able to pull off victory uh, was uh, pretty amazing, you know, when you take a look at it. So uh, good on you for doing what you did last year. Now you got this year new cars. You got a uh, different guy going on top of the, the box this year. Uh, you got some yep. new elements to the team, and you're excited. That's got to be a double whammy for everybody in the series. Oh, yeah, definitely. Like you say, last year, you know, that deal came pretty late, and uh David White did amazing, uh, put together a deal with uh, Jean-Claude Payet and me. So uh, everything was uh, was okay. We did really good. We won. We did some podium, too, with uh, a car that uh, was not supposed to be in the top five almost. But uh, we did really, really well. And my spotter did a great job, too, you know. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> But uh, we came back this year with... Uh, Again, Chevrolet, Payet, with all, all, all our supporters that have been on board for this year, last year too. So it's, uh, it's amazing it's, uh, to start with a brand new car. Uh, the guys that they are there with us this year, I think they are amazing. And uh, we have all the element to put together to, to do well this year in the championship. When you look at, when you look at uh, uh, heading into 2000, right before the pandemic, right? Right before the pandemic, um, you were the the Mopar 27 with DJK with Whitey on the pit box. Uh, myself, I was your spotter. Uh, you know the the core group that that we had, the nucleus that we had. Um, you know it was it was a a, a wicked well oiled machine, and it was a lot of fun oh, to yeah. be a part of. And last year, last year was like that, but there was Whitey was was pulled in a million different directions, right? Because he had a ton of cars that were under his, uh, you know, purview. 
And he was also, you know, pulled in 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 different directions at the racetrack. Uh, couldn't spend, you know, one hundred percent of his time working with Andrew Ranger. And when Whitey and Ranger work together, um, it, it is something to be to be you know seen. It uh, um, <laughs> Whitey and Ranger have have this chemistry. Um, you know, it's like when Ranger says that that the car is is loose. He could say like a five loose or a six loose. But Whitey understands exactly what that means, right? Right, and then makes the adjustment. Doesn't over adjust. Doesn't under adjust. And and that can yeah. that can that can happen. Uh, you know, after practice session number one, or it can happen when we come down to get tires. You know, or it can happen uh, with fifty laps to go, and we get a flat, and we make an adjustment, and and a Ranger can can diagnose it. Whitey can make it happen, and, and uh, uh, that puts uh, that puts a lot of excitement uh, uh, into the team, and it should because uh, uh, man, it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun year. Uh, I am. It's true. Well, like you say, it's definitely true. Uh, same thing with you, Joe. You know, spotter. It's very important in that series, and uh, it's a whole team. You know, it's not, it's not just me and Whitey. It's definitely the team, the spotter. Uh, the crew, everybody need to be together, and I think this year we definitely have something to to prove, but to be good on the track right now. <laughs> Andrew, when you look at all the tracks that you race on in the NASCAR Pinty Series, uh, is there one track, or is there uh, more than one track that you go, oh, good, I can't wait to get to this track. Uh, I've got a really good shot at this one. And on the flip side of that, is there one track that you go, oh, my God, we got to go back there. I need to survive this. I'd really like to win it, but I really want to survive it. Is there one of the other? Uh, or, oh yeah, definitely. We'll, we'll no, let Ranger. Uh, we'll let Ranger answer. We'll let Ranger answer this one, and then I'll I'll tell I'll tell the truth after. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I think you know the place that I need to survive, and we are always fast there. But the last I think five years, it's been very difficult. It's definitely Mossport Canadian Tire Track. It's it's been very very tough. We're always in the top five, top three. We fight for the lead and. Something broke at the end, or engine problem, or whatever. So uh, it's that place where I, I, we definitely need to survive and finish. You know, finish just finish the race there. You know, yeah. And the track that I really like, Toronto. It's the kind of track that I feel comfortable. Very aero, very very tight, technical. Uh, this is the track I really like. Another track that I like, it's Saskatoon. You know, every time we've been there, we were fast. We won. We finished second. It's uh, a track that I very feel comfortable. Uh, but uh, a track that it's been very tough for me, and there I need to finish. It's Three Rivers, Trois Rivières, the GP3R. Uh, I won there four or five times. I finished second four or five times, but the last five years, I think it's been disaster for me. You know, I didn't finish the race there. Again, something broke, so right there it's a track that... Uh, Normally I do well, but it seems to be a, a little bit more difficult for us for the last uh, few years. Now, is there a special spot on that racetrack that's a problem at GP3R, or is it just random stuff that would take place? Ah, uh, it's I don't know. People are, uh, I think, driver are a little bit crazy with uh, three, three, four, five laps to go, and uh, it's so tight. First corner, second corner, the third uh, corner number three, where it's. Uh, uh, you need to pass uh, the end of the arch, so it's there where it's uh, very, very difficult. But uh, I don't know; it's it's been tough. But uh, 
I just pray that I can finish the race there and uh, gain some point. <laughs> well, and, you know, 60,000, 70,000 people that show up at GP3R, they absolutely love that. And the NASCAR Pindy Series is the headline that weekend. Make no mistake, yeah. those fans are showing up to see you guys. It's not like... You know, when you go to Toronto, it's a Honda Indy Toronto, and, yeah. you know, NASCAR's on the schedule. It's a good added value, but really the fans that are going are going to see oh, the yeah. Indy cars. Not so at GP3R. They are specifically coming to see you guys. It is a, it's got to be a huge honor to win at that track, especially when you got LP Dumoulin, you got yourself, you got... Uh, uh, but this is the problem there. Like all the Quebec drivers need to win. Their sponsor are there. Friends are there. It's like you said. It's uh, it's amazing. You know the camping there is sold out. Uh, people are showing up there. It's amazing. It's a family sport. It's a it's a great event for the for us uh, at Quebec at the GP3R. So it's we're with Andrew Ranger, driver of the number twenty seven in the NASCAR Pinty Series. Going to go at it again in two thousand and twenty three and chase a fourth championship is what he's hoping to do. Uh, looking at the new schedule this year, you got a couple of dirt races now instead of yeah. one at the Big O. Now you got two. What's that do to the psyche? I know you have experience on dirt. You've won on dirt. How about the NASCAR Pindies going twice on the Big O? Yeah, this is uh, this is awesome. I think it's great for the sport to be there twice. It's uh, it's amazing track. Only thing, it's very different. Like I'm, I'm used to a dirt modified car. A lot of... Uh, Body, uh, body rolling, we say, a lot of track uh, traction. But this last year, it was so slippery for us. You know, it was like if we were racing uh, on the rain, you know, like very, very slippery. So I just hope this year they do a good work at the track so we can run a little bit higher or on the bottom. We can play with the car a little bit, but we'll see. But I'm very excited. It's, a, it's an awesome place to be. Glenn did a great job last year. It was sold out. The fireworks there, people are, it was very crazy and a lot of fun. You know, I think it was Dexter Stacy Jr. that said to us, I asked him about the two races at uh, the Big O, and he said uh, the setup that they had in the car last year, uh, was a dirt setup. He said, I'm not doing that this year. I'm going to put a asphalt setup in it, and it's probably going to go better. Yeah. You know one thing for sure. These Pinties teams are all going to have the notes from last year that are really going to help this year. I expect a huge race. Yeah, it, it, I mean, a lot of there was a lot of unknowns, right? There was, there was a tremendous amount of unknowns, and Monday night was a little bit of a tease for, for a lot of teams, right? So Monday night... The way that the track was prepped, it was prepped for 360 and for 410 or for crate sprint cars. Mm. Um, and we got a test session where you could go out there and, and set a fast time and get some good money. Um, and they paid back, you know, a, a few a few positions. Um, they allowed you to, well, they, it's not that they allowed you to, it was, you could do whatever you wanted. It was just a wide open test session. Right. Right. So there was teams that, that prepped their tires a little bit different than you, like you would with a dirt car. Um, yeah. and there was a lot of teams that dialed themselves out on Monday night <laughs> and, and figured that they went into Tuesday in a much better position than what they were because the way that the track was prepped for Tuesday. Now it had been packed in so good the night before that the track hardened up instantly, mm. and the track really turned into uh, like it, it was basically asphalt, just polished. A bumpy you know? asphalt track, and, oh, yeah. and you know when you look at at the guys who did well, um, 
they would slide the car sideways a little bit when they needed to, but really their car was straight ninety nine percent of the time, and uh, and really it was uh, you know it was asphalt setups that won that race. Yeah. Um, now heading into this year. I think that Glenn and the guys, because Glenn was behind the wheel, mm-hmm. and 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 you know I think the entire team at Oshweekin, uh learned a lot on on how to prep the racetrack, and I think that they're going to prep it a little bit different than what we've seen yeah. this year. I think that the teams are going to come with a way thicker notebook on what to do, and uh, I think that you're going to see better racing both nights, and if not the Monday night, the second or sorry the second night will be fantastic because yeah. the the racing will be very similar on two very similar racetracks as long as the weather plays uh you know plays well and, and is similar. Yeah. Yep. Andrew, what will you do to prepare? Will you do anything different to prepare for those uh th- those pair on the dirt? Will you get out and try and run a few races on dirt before you go? I know last year I believe uh, there was you and a couple other drivers popped in. I think was it Cornwall? You guys got into a car. I can't remember, but I t- seem, yeah. seem to remember you got a little bit of uh, uh, a little bit of experience uh, before yeah, going on. But, uh, we were lucky, actually. Uh, our team, Jacques Lopez Racing, have a dirt uh, dirt team too with David Eber, small block and big block, and me and Marc Antoine Camille have the chance to race in Granby, Drummondville, and Cornwall. So uh, it was a great experience. I really like dirt. You know, my dad raised dirt modified for 27 years. So uh, I raised a uh, big block too with this car. And uh, it's a lot of fun. It's great. It's just with the NASCAR, it's very different driving style. You know, it's so slippery. You need to be smooth and you can really use the high groove, you know, the groove on the outside. But it's uh, it's a lot of fun, though. I enjoy it. Well, it's halfway through the season, but uh, things are all going to get kicked off at Sunset yeah. Speedway. You all set for Sunset? Uh, will you get any test time in before you hit Sunset Speedway to kick off the year? Yeah, yeah. We are going test uh, maybe next week uh, or very, very soon. Uh, the, prepare, uh, the car are preparing by David White is working really hard. And I think everybody, everything seems to be... Uh, uh, really close right now so i'm very exciting i'm ready to go i've been training really hard and uh i'm so exciting i think it's going to be a fun season did you get much in through the off season what were you up to all off season did you have some uh, fun <laughs> a lot of snowmobile my friend a lot of snowmobile yes i've been uh, testing uh, snowmobile for brp off trail and i have a college in the north of quebec at the shikurimi and uh it's there where we have a lot of snow and been uh, doing that for the last uh, five years or six, I think. So uh, uh, I've been training to do that, been testing some snow build parts. And uh, right now it's time to uh, to race NASCAR and a uh, different thing right now. <laughs> Absolutely. Looks like you've been hitting the tanning beds. You were all tanned up. Looks like you were in the south all summer or all winter. My God, I don't know the weather there in Toronto. I can tell you something. Here in Montreal, it's been like 30 degrees for the last four uh Four days, so uh, I yeah. take a lot of sun today. <laughs> yeah, it was beautiful here, too. But trust me, it's all coming to an end. Reality comes back in tomorrow, my friend. Uh, same thing. I know that. Same thing. Yeah, going to be gonna be wild. I know we'll all pout, but uh, racing is coming. Andrew, got to thank you for the time tonight on Race Time Radio. I know thank we're you. all jazzed up for another season, and uh, pretty cool to hear you're going to be back in at full tilt and going after that next championship. That's kind of cool. Exactly, sir. I'm, uh, I'm ready to win another championship. 
I think uh, we have all the puzzle to 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 win, and we I will do my best and try to do my best for the for all the races, and I think. Uh, my spotter Joe will do well too, so I'm very, very excited about that. Yeah, hey, you get those three hundred and fifty dollar jeans all ironed out. It's uh it's ready for uh it's ready for summer, man. We gotta we gotta spend some time in Victory Lane. Oh yeah, yeah. We'll buy maybe a new pair. Yeah, a so. new pair, yeah, yeah, one new pair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Incredible. Andrew, thanks so much for the time. You have a good one. Uh I can't wait to hear the stories after the next victory where you're telling guys at the uh, gas pump, Hey, I won the race. There you go, sir. I won the race. I'm the Saskatoon winner. <laughs> You're the man. You have a good Thanks. one. Thanks for the time. That's Andrew Ranger. Watch for him in the 27th and in the NASCAR Pinty Series. Uh, Junior, you guys are always in for a load of fun with that guy. Oh, yeah. We, he's uh, he's a, uh, just a gas, man. It's uh, All uh, business when he's behind the wheel, but outside the car, he's a hoot. 100%. But if you listen to, to us and, and uh, you know, you, you tune in, he is 100% business behind the wheel. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. But, but uh, he definitely keeps it light. You know, he um, uh, he, he is um, every bit as good as a, t- a telemetry computer. Uh, when, sure. when you, uh, listen to how he breaks the car down, um, you know, and, and what he needs out of a car. And the um, key is translating what he's saying. And by the sounds of it, Whitey is magic at that. Absolutely. And, and, you know, the, the thing that I, and the thing that I really respect about Andrew Ranger, obviously he's, he's a great guy and, and all that stuff off the racetrack. But the, the thing that I really respect about Andrew Ranger is that I have seen him take a car that is a sixth to, to seventh place car and win with it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not once, not twice. And not using anybody to five, go do that. Four or five times now where you, you see guys try to do that and they get in over their head. And, sure. and they, they uh, create chaos on the racetrack and they create damage and they create wrecks. Ranger doesn't do that, right? You know, not to say that he hasn't been in wrecks and stuff, but but he doesn't go out there and overdrive the car to the point where it hurts everybody else's day. Right, right. He finds a place, and and if his car is two tenths off, running the bottom, running a conventional line, he will go find those two tenths. Yeah, on the racetrack, find that line. He, that he'll makes find it work. he'll find the ugliest line on the racetrack, but it will work. Yeah, and um, you know, it's it's incredible to watch. There's a reason why he's got the most wins all time. There's a reason why he's got the most poles all time. Um, he he can lay down a lap, but he can also race. His racecraft is uh, is incredible, and and uh, uh, you know I'm really looking forward to working with him again this year. And and uh, uh, with Whitey on the box and Wilcox and all those guys involved, um, I think we got a really good shot at a championship. And and uh, I think uh, even even better than we've ever had. So um, cool. it's going to be really cool. And it all starts at Sunset Speedway, and uh, it's only a few weeks, and things are going to be underway. We're going to hit this break. When we come back, uh, we, well, I'll tell you. Uh, I'll tell you when we get back. Hi, this is Tony Stewart, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. From coast to coast, 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 to coast you're listening to Canada Talks. To Canada Talks. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. 
Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. It's time to get back to the racetracks. For over 30 years, Quickwick Fire Starters have fueled the sport on and off the track, making lighting your campfire as easy as one, two, three. There's no need for kindling or paper. Just pop your Quickwick Fire Starter in the pit, add your wood, and presto, you're a pro. Quickwick Fire Starters, no harmful chemicals, and guaranteed to light your fire every time. Quick with Fire Starters, the world's best fire starter. It's Canada's kickoff to 2023 at Penticton Speedway. It's the second annual Western Rattler 300 weekend. If you build it, they will come. Friday, May 5th, it's qualifying. Plus the Street Stock Viper 100 and the West Car Snake Bite 125. The top three will qualify and move on to the 300. Then Saturday, May 6th, it's the 300 last chance qualifier. Plus the Street Stock Venom 100 and the second annual Western Rattler 300. It's Canada's richest to win pro late model event with $20,000 to the winner. For tickets and info, get to PantictonSpeedway.com or tune in live on Race Time Radio for live flag-to-flag coverage. Riley Siebert, the winner. This is my own, not coming here to push me around. and This is probably the biggest win of my career. May 5th and 6th, the best in the business will be at Panticton Speedway at the Western Rattler 300. Hey, everyone. This is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. Revs TV, your motorsports and automotive destination. Watch live races from around the world and right here at home from two wheels to four and so much more. Rev TV is your source for motorsports. Rev TV features exclusive race series, up-to-date news coverage, documentaries, how-to programs, and adrenaline-filled lifestyle programs 24-7. Go green with Rev TV. Contact your TV provider to order. Tonight's Race Time Radio is fueled by... AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. If you're a Springsteen fan, you just found the promised land. Hear rare interviews and performances. Live concerts. Is there anybody alive? Celebrity guest DJs. This is Rob Lowe. Hey, baby, it's little Steven here. And more exclusives when listening to Bruce Springsteen's channel. Welcome, Bruce Springsteen, to E Street Radio, your home away from home. Great to be here. E Street Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 20. Explore the musical world of an American rock and roll troubadour on his very own channel. Tom Petty Radio. All of Tom's music, influences, collaborations. This is Tom Petty here on The Very Treasure Show. Heartbreakers hosted shows. Check out my show, The Breakdown with Mike Campbell. And more. It's Tom Petty Radio. Channel 31. It's all right. And in the SXM app, included with all trials and popular plans. Did you know you could get home and away feeds for every NFL, NBA, and NHL game on your phone? I can't believe it! 
every game, all season. It's all on the SXM app. Sports the way they're meant to be heard. With your hometown announcers just, just a tap, tap away. away. Search for your team, then tap the star on the corner of the screen and save it as your favorite. It is gone! An incredible finish! And if you love college sports, when the game is on, just search for your school. It's always a home game when you listen to sports on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. We're just getting started. That's right. Joe hasn't stuck his foot in his mouth yet. But hang tight, it's coming. Now, back to more Race Time Radio and Joe Chisholm. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio, all live tonight on Sirius XM Channel 167 Canada Talks. And hello to everybody tuned in on Rev TV. Welcome aboard. Uh, we got Jason White coming up here next. And as a matter of fact, he's on the Zoom line right now. So I'm going to get enough time to ask you one question. Then I got to throw it to Toronto for the news update. And then we're going to keep going. How does that sound, Jay? That sounds good. How are you doing, Joe? <laughs> good, good. How about you? How's Sun Peaks BC today? Not very sunny. It's snowing. So, oh, you got a little snow uh, happening? Yeah, Ski Hill closed last weekend, so we don't really need snow anymore. We want, the, <laughs> want it to all melt. Yeah, well, it's all going to melt where you're going, heading to Talladega. I bet, well, I know yeah. you've been itching to get to uh, back in that 44 car and get back on a super speedway. This has got to be great news. Yeah, I've, uh, yeah, I've finally gotten over it. <laughs> I can finally sleep at night, but uh, really looking forward to getting back there and, uh, Getting back in that 44 car for sure. Well, I can well imagine. Uh, Jay, you did such a good job at Daytona International Speedway. And no real surprise, you have been building on this for the last, what, three years uh, in Super yeah, Speedways? Yeah, about four, about four years. Four? four years in the Super Speedways, yeah. Yeah, and that's what it takes, right? You don't just jump in one of these cars and go out there and do what you did the last time out of Daytona. That takes experience. It takes time. And uh, you, you got to have friends around you, too. And I know they didn't play with you right off turn four, but throughout the course of the day, they did. You had more cooperation than you did uh, at any other race that, you've, uh, that, that I've seen you run. It looked a lot better this time around. Yeah, I think more than anything, they started to, they know the car, you know, Jeff McClure puts out a really good piece and he's, uh, he's a mad scientist in the shop. He he can't stop working on it, even though it's ready to work, uh, you know, load up on the trailer. He can't stop working on it. He's always finding just little minute things to uh, just make it better. So I think people know that the car is fast. And then once they had the confidence to know that, uh, you know, they can race around me without worrying, about, I'm not going to do, you know, really harsh moves and, and not going to do anything stupid, so to speak. Um, that's, I think that's the biggest thing is people start to get comfortable around you and they don't see that yellow stripe, which I haven't had for a few years now. So. Yeah. 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 Well, it, it is all going to pay dividends. Uh, this is going to be kind of cool when we get to Talladega coming up on the weekend. Uh, it's uh, what, what day are you jumping aboard the aircraft and heading? I'm actually heading out on Wednesday um, just in case there's any flight stuff going on. There's a lot of that going on these days. So I'm going down a day, a day or two ahead of time and we're on track on uh, Friday. It's kind of odd. Arca does some weird qualifying stuff where uh, we're in a practice session and then they're setting us, uh, setting the field by points from last year. So we're lining up 18th, but uh, you know, 
I'll be up three wide before you know it. No, oh, absolutely. <laughs> We're going to throw it to Toronto. we got to do yep. this news update. takes 90 seconds, everybody. No and problem. then we're going to spend some more time with Jason White as he prepares for Talladega Super Speedway in that Arca Menards 44 car. It's going to be incredible. And we're going to have more with Jay. Uh, just we'll, we'll step out, do this quick 90 seconds, and we will be back all live with you tonight on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM, Channel 167. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Leaf Racewear. Fuel your passion and confidence at leafracewear.com. We're an essential part of any team. And by Canadian Tire Motorsport Park. Canada's biggest sports car racing weekends of the year. For tickets and details, get to CanadianTireMotorsportPark.com. When you think NASCAR, when you think NASCAR, think Sirius XM NASCAR Radio. This may be the most important thing that's ever happened. You're damn right, baby. The races. The Daytona 500 win. I love that we have playoff racing now. The talk shows. We'd love for you guys to participate as well. The unprecedented access. Well, I'm here at the red carpet with the fans. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Chastain did a video game move. Also streaming on the SXM app. I think they're happy down here. We're back with our number two of Race Time Radio. With the two Joes here on Race Time Radio on Sirius XM 167, where Canada talks. And just like that, uh, we are back, and uh, everybody's up to date on all their news. We are joined with Jason White from Sun Peaks, BC. Getting his car all ready to go. The 44 in the Arca Menard Series. You don't want to miss this race at Talladega. Uh, it's going to be a barn burner. Jason, did they have to do much to the Daytona car? There wasn't a mark on it as far as I know. You uh, handed them back a pristine piece. Did they have to do much to prepare for Talladega? Um, we, had a, we did get a little bit of a door slam there from my... Uh, Canadian counterpart, but uh, <laughs> she uh, we, uh, coming out of four there, we got a door slam. But it, you know what? I actually I really believe that that helped us. Um, it was right behind their left front tire, and it knocked it in about five inches. And uh, and that's actually the point where I I, str- I, I shot up into the lead on, uh, on the next lap and was racing for the lead. So yeah, we just had that little bit of damage, and there was some uh, some damage on the rear bumper just from drafting. Um, from bump drafting it's uh I, I learned this february that uh the bump drafting the real bump drafting like knock your molars loose <laughs> and greg van Alst hit me a couple times where you know i felt like i felt it come all the way through the car <laughs> through my through my hands on the steering wheel and uh and i felt uh, the two car hit me really hard one time so there was some damage on the rear uh bumper cover and stuff like that but nothing big no it was uh very minor Lots of maintenance, and then uh, just change the setup just just a little bit for Talladega. Not a lot is different, but it is a wider and longer track, so you know maybe a little bit more leg in the gear, um, you know things like that. But again, we're not qualifying, so it really it's uh, it's just get up there, and I, I just can't wait to to get on the outside again and uh, and try and get up to the front. You can go three wide for lap after lap at Talladega. So um uh, last year tad moffat drove this car and uh he was on the outside the whole time so we're hoping to get up there and 
move up to the front as soon as we can and stay out of the carnage and just be in that top five and uh, be in second place at the white flag. This ah, time. yeah. Is that is that the plan? You want to you don't want to maybe be leading on that final lap or is it different at Talladega versus Daytona? You've raced on both. So you got experience on both. Yeah, I mean, TJ Bell is, is my spotter, and I'll, I'm just going to be listening to him again. I always say just listen to those guys. They're, they're a hell of a lot better at racing than, than I am. So yeah. I'll uh, I'll just listen to what TJ says. If we're in the lead this time, I'm going to be making some moves back and forth and uh, and dragging the brake a little bit more. But uh, we got to get there. That's going to be the focus. Get there, get to the lead. Get to get to the lead three or four anyways, and then race up there and see who wants to work with us a bit um we've already jeff's already talked to a couple of cars and they know now that you know we're fast and, well, and they know i'm not f- gonna yeah i'm not gonna make a stupid move i could have made a stupid move going into turn three and wrecked myself and wrecked the whole entire field sure. and wrecked a bunch of race cars so um i just want to uh, get the opportunity back again <laughs> oh you're gonna you're gonna it, uh, yeah. it, it you're creating your own opportunities jay you always have and you always will uh you're one of those drivers that the other guys can trust they got to know that now uh in the mm-hmm. same respect you're there to win so are they and you know that they are there to win uh, they're not going to say, well, Jay's a good guy. We're going to let him go on through. Let's push him through. They're going to try and do everything but wreck you to get the win. Uh, and I guess it's got to be, right, Junior? You've been to lots of Daytona races. You want to be maybe that guy in second or third spot. How many times have we seen the guy leading the final lap didn't win the race? Yeah, definitely. You're, if you're third or second, depends on what the lines look like, but if you're second, third, or fourth, uh, if it's three wide out back and and the leader is trying to control the line, you're kind of you're kind of in the catbird seat if you're behind the leader. You know, it's uh, you're able to use the the leader's draft, and the the further out the leader gets, the the more chance you have at at you know collecting the run and and getting the momentum. The momentum thing, you know, is something that the restrictor plate racing has has changed and evolved into monitoring momentum as opposed to monitoring where the cars are on the racetrack right yeah. it's yeah. it's you can create momentum you can create uh, uh you can create that pressure in front of the car or beside the car uh, with side drafting or or you know bumper to bumper drafting and and you know it's it, it's so interesting to me jade to to watch you out there it's it, you know when you watch a a guy that you know on a on a on a restrictor plate track um you're trying to think of what they're thinking of behind the wheel you know it's, right as a fan uh you kind of do the same thing when you're cheering for for your favorite football team or your favorite basketball team or whatever um but in a restrictor plate situation you know you try to you try to look at them and and think you know what are they thinking with this you know this movement or or what are they thinking with this motion a lot of it just comes down to protecting your momentum and and trying to keep it up trying to do whatever and, you can and uh it is so much it is so much more fun to watch somebody that you know or somebody that you sponsor or somebody that you have sponsored or or somebody that you've met um you know out there in the in the draft um it it just gives me goosebumps when when i when i watched you out there at daytona um or you know when i would work for a guy like landon or michael mcdowell or any of them um when you when you know the person that's out there it is so exciting uh as a fan as as a friend as a whatever as a crew member or an employee um 
it is such a different experience, you know, and, and uh, uh, looking back at Daytona, uh, Jay, you did everything right. You know, that's the craziest part about it is that is that you, you, <laughs> yeah. can, you can play you can play that devil's advocate all day long. Um, but, uh, uh, really it's, it's so interesting to, to hear your optimism heading into Talladega, but also to hear your, your, you know, your understanding of what happened, right? So it's, uh, mm-hmm. it, it's, uh, it's a tremendous amount of fun. And, and, uh, I think that, uh, when you get back down there, uh, when you get up and, and dangle in on the top side with a fast race car, uh, this time, it's going to be really interesting and, and, uh, Talladega better watch out. <laughs> Yeah, you know, it's it's funny that, that you you know you bring up that and, and it's now it's kind of called the energy line wherever the energy is and your spotter's got to kind of tell you, you know, where the energy's coming from. But w- one thing that TJ taught me in Daytona and I've always been kind of scared to do it. I'm not not afraid to admit it, but the side draft, um, you know, especially in the middle of the corner, not necessarily going down the back straightaway, but when you go down and he's like, "Okay, you got to get on the door, get on his door." And you're like, <laughs> "You got to make a fairly you know aggressive move to get down on the door but when you get down on their door and you and you move back up you feel that that little bit of energy that you gained and then if the guy behind you did the same thing or the girl behind you did the same thing you gained the energy in that line and i think that's what that top line did a lot of in daytona so um you know and there was a couple times where i was side drafting going down the the back straightaway and I, I think I pulled four car lengths by myself a couple times just doing the side draft. I did it on the first car, and then I went up and I did it on the next car, and I did it on the next car. And I actually advanced four or five car car uh, lengths going down the back straightaway there. So that's all stuff that you just learn, and you just can't wait to get back and try it again, you know, because, uh, you know, I've said it before, it's not real hard to drive these cars by yourself on the track. I, and, and that's not a, that's that's not an exaggeration. It's not really that hard to, to drive them. But when you get it in the air and you get going 195 miles an hour, and you got 30 other cars around you, yeah. that's a di- bit of a different game. <laughs> oh, absolutely. Jay, when you were going down the back stretch at Daytona on that final lap, and you were out front, I was watching it, and, uh, well, it, it, Sue and I were screaming at the television. I'm going, <laughs> Jason White's going to win this. Uh, a couple more words in their race. Yeah. Uh, go, Jay, go. We were screaming, uh, and, and it looked so, so good. Going into turn three, and then all of a sudden, the energy on that outside, boom, 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 and away it goes. Now, when two guys do the bump draft, uh, and you say, like, they hit so hard you could feel it right through the car. If it's square, that's not a problem, right? Like, that's what you want? Or is yeah. is that, you know, is that hitting too hard? Well, one thing you got to be careful of, and this is another thing I learned from um, Josh Williams spotted for me. Um, I don't know who Josh is spotting for now, but he was spotting for Ryan Blaney when he spotted for me. And and uh, one of the first things he ever taught me was um, you're going to get the hit. Don't be holding on to the steering wheel too hard when you know there's a hit coming. So he's going to let you know there's one coming. And right. you got to almost just wiggle your fingers really lightly on the steering wheel because you'll react and that reaction is going to make you lose control. So you almost got to let them hit you and let the car take the hit without putting any steering wheel input into it right and just be very light light hands on the steering wheel which was it's kind of really hard to do because we're you know but it does prove to you that you don't really have to like when you when you go into turn two or turn three or sorry uh turn one or turn three um at daytona or talladega you don't put much steering wheel into it the banking actually turns you more than anything so you don't actually you know put more than about a half an inch of wheel into it so you got to be careful when they're hitting you because uh, you could you could crash yourself just from the pump draft. Jason, uh, uh, talking a little bit more about the the side draft and stuff like that. 
Um, when you're, you mentioned that you picked up three or four positions, you know, uh, and, and passed three or four cars when you would do it, when you would side draft, uh, and be the one to put the air on them. When somebody would do it to you, do you feel it bog the car down? Like, do you feel, do you feel the car oh. really chug down or, or is it more so that they get the momentum and it doesn't really hurt you? It's just, they get the momentum. No, there's a sound change, and also it, it tries to yell you. It tries to kind of pitch you a little bit because if you think about you're going, you know, you're like you're like geese going through the air, and 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 the, you know, the area between the car and the and the air becomes you know about four feet there. That's that's kind of neutral, and that's why you can gain in that spot because it's it's become neutral. So if you think all of a sudden somebody you know takes up that space, then all of a sudden when they take off, you you got kind of get a little bit. Uh, you got to be careful because that'll pull you sideways. So that you got to be aware of as well. So, which is why I kind of like being on the high side more than being on the low side. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We're with Jason yeah. White tonight. He is getting prepared next weekend. He is going to be at Talladega Super Speedway. He's going to drive the forty-four in the ARCA series, the same car he drove at Daytona for the ARCA two hundred, and just about won the damn thing. Uh, Jason's going to start eighteenth. Um, or about 18th, right? Uh, where, where did yeah. you start at Daytona? I can't remember. You were back a ways, though, weren't you? Oh, yeah. We were in 21st, I think. We had, we had a motor change on Thursday night, and uh, we just we had to change a starter about five minutes before qualifying, and we didn't have a very good qualifying session. So we uh, we started near the back end. I actually, after my pit stop, I was just 29th. Yeah. So, yeah, we, yeah. We, yeah, we came from the back. Um, there's not as many cars at Talladega. As, as there was at Daytona, uh, I hear there's uh, I hear there's just under thirty, like twenty eight, twenty nine cars, mm-hmm. and we had well over you know we had thirty seven or thirty eight cars at Daytona, right? even more. Yeah. So it's going to be a little bit different, and uh, I know you know obviously it's going to be the three or four Venturini cars and the Gibbs cars and the GMS cars. So those guys are they're pretty hot, you know. It just just with with what they got underneath them. So I I don't think they're as, as experienced. Um, but it doesn't matter. They, they got the team around them and they got a really fast car. So we just got to pick up and, uh, hopefully we can get with, uh, Empire Racing. They, apparently they got two cars. Sean Core should work well with us. And, uh, you know, there's a few other people I've been talking to as well. And hopefully Amber can, uh, Amber and I can hook up and, uh, maybe get to the front. But they get a lot of orders from the Venturinis and they like to work with the Toyotas. So, oh, yeah. Working with the Chevys, maybe on the last lap. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's when the Canadian flag comes out, right? If it's going to be beneficial, we'll work together. Absolutely. Uh, kind of cool. I didn't know whether Amber was going to be in this race or not. Uh, that's kind of cool. If you know Amber's in, that that's cool. I didn't know, but I I'm haven't looked sure at she the is. answer. I, I talked to her at Daytona, and she was doing Daytona Talladega. So I'm, I'm pretty good. sure she's in the show. I, I think I saw her on the list there. So I, I hope so. Yeah. She had a good run going there. Um, but, uh, you know, the, <laughs> the funny thing is we are, what are we, two and a half months after the race. And I look back, and I'm a really statistical type guy. 80% of the time at the white flag, there's a wreck. Yeah. And it just, that's, that's the part I'm like, I remember crossing the start finish line. I'm looking at my rear mirror. Okay. Now wreck. Like that's what happens in these races. Now right. everybody wreck and we've won the race. And of course my luck, it didn't happen. That <laughs> time it, it didn't. Does. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Incredible. Uh, so yeah. are you going to target this any different than you did Daytona or can you overthink, you know, going into a big weekend like this? Uh, where, where's the headspace at for this one? You can definitely overthink. You just got to get out there and see where the cards fall. It's got nothing to do with anything other than, you know, I know the car's ready. The motor is completely fresh. The motor that we, that we lost in, uh, 
in practice. Um, actually, brand new block, new crank, new pistons, rods, everything, all brand new. So that that bullet's fresh, and I know the car is fast. It's been historically fast. I know I drove it fast. So all we got to do is just it's like a boxing match, just ding ding, and let's go and uh, and just let the spotter run the race. It's really, uh, I, I, I can't say it enough. It's it, the spotters are so important in these races that they just, uh, you know, they, they control it and they can win it or lose it. And, uh, now when I go back and I listen to TJ was yelling at me to back it up more, you know, and I, and I was, right. I was, but, uh, I did, I was just scared. I was going to get run over. Right. If I, sure. if I break too much and, you know, so, but, but it's just let, let the spotter do his job and uh and listen to them and and just let you know stay out of the wrecks right and uh that that's that's the that's your you know uh, that's the luck of the irish hopefully (laughs) are you anticipating the spotter saying jay paint that yellow line like you did the last time paint that yellow line stay down there are you expecting that does talladega race the same as what you have at daytona um, yeah, you gotta be careful. Um, you gotta be careful at Talladega going through the trioval being right down on the yellow line. I don't know if, uh, if anybody's been on the simulator before, which it's, the, it's on the simulator. It's on iRacing. You gotta be really careful down there because you'll get unloaded and, and you'll be going for a ride. So you gotta kind of miss it there. But yeah, I mean, if we get up to the lead, um, he's going to be coaching me to stay down, I'm sure. Um, and just try and, uh, just try and log laps depending on what time of, uh, you know, of the race it is, where, whereabouts in the race we are. But, uh, yeah, I mean, he's going to tell me to, to be down there. And then from there, we hopefully get into the position again exactly where we were. That's just uh, that's all I can hope and pray is just to have that back again and then, uh, and then just let it play out differently this time and hopefully, uh, hopefully get to victory lane. Sponsorship on the 44. Who is uh, helping you out make all this possible, bud? Uh, well, we got decked out Marine uh, back as a as a, uh, um, a subsidy sponsor, um, and we've got a couple other things we're working on. It's Powder Ventures Excavating is always with me, of course, and GMC, uh, your GMCTruckStore.com. Um, but we got one thing we're working on here. Uh, Jeff McClure Racing is working on, so he's got hopefully that works out for next weekend and then going forward. It's it's more of a sponsorship for next year for Daytona. Um, and we want two cars. Uh, so we're, we want a partner that we know is going to be there for us. So, yeah, that sounds awesome. Bud. uh, we can't tell you how much we appreciate your time coming on here tonight and sharing it with us, the thoughts and everything. You got to know that Canada, the whole country is going to be pulling for you and uh, you're going to have more social media followers than you've ever had before. Cause we all believe in you, Jay White. I have, yeah. and I know junior has since day one. But, man, the whole country believes now, and uh, we, we wish you all the best. You're going to do it. We're going to save your spot right here on Race Time Radio <laughs> for after the race next Sunday. Uh, we want you to come yeah. back on here and hope to God we're going to celebrate a victory. Sound good to you? That sounds good to me. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll take you up on that, and definitely uh, we'll, be, uh, we'll be ready for victory lane if we can get there and probably be celebrating pretty hard so yeah that would be something that would be pretty special and uh we're just going to go out and, like i said see how the cards lay and play our hand and uh and hopefully we're there at the end again no pressure none at all no pressure it's just <laughs> you jay and your spotter forget about us we are with you in that race car you can guarantee it one thing we want to be sure of and that's safety be healthy be safe 
and we will party like there's no tomorrow, no matter where the finish is. You do a great job, buddy. All right. Well, thank you guys very much. And, uh, yeah, I'll be following. Uh, if you guys could follow along on at Race and Jason White, I'm going to start uh, my platform off on probably Wednesday when I fly down and get ready and start letting people know what's going on. I guarantee you we'll be hammering the hell out of it all week long. Jason, good luck. Right Travel safe and uh, go get them, man. Thank you. You Have bet. A good night, guys. Jason White, Sun Peaks, B.C., is heading to Talladega. Don't miss that race. You can catch it. Uh, I believe FS1 FS1 is going to have it. Yep. Uh, so it'll be available all live. It's uh, going to be something else. I can guarantee you. Got to hit a quick break. Noel Dowler RS1 Cup Series. We're going to talk about it next, right here on Race Time Radio. Hey, race fans, Donald Chisholm from Riverside Speedway in Nova Scotia, and you're listening to Race Time Radio. You're listening to Canada Talks on Sirius XM Channel 167. Did you know you could get home and away feeds for every NFL, NBA, and NHL game on your phone? I can't believe it! Every game, all season. It's all on the SXM app. Sports the way they're meant to be heard. With your hometown announcers just, just a tap, tap away. Yeah. Search for your team, then tap the star on the corner of the screen and save it as your favorite. It is gone! An incredible finish! And if you love college sports, when the game is on, just search for your school. It's always a home game when you listen to sports on the SXM app. Free for most subscribers. It's Canada's kickoff to 2023 at Penticton Speedway. It's the second annual Western Rattler 300 weekend. If you build it, they will come. Friday, May 5th, it's qualifying. Plus the Street Stock Viper 100 and the West Car Snake Bite 125. The top three will qualify and move on to the 300. Then Saturday, May 6th, it's the 300 last chance qualifier. Plus the Street Stock Venom 100 and the second annual Western Rattler 300. It's Canada's richest to win pro late model event. With $20,000 to the winner. For tickets and info, get to PantictonSpeedway.com or tune in live on Race Time Radio for live flag-to-flag coverage. Riley Seabrook, the winner. This is my house, not coming here to push me around. and This is probably the biggest win of my career. May 5th and 6th, the best in the business will be at Panticton Speedway at the Western Rattler 300. What is Sirius XM NASCAR Radio? Tyler Reddy will go to Victory Lane at the Indianapolis Motor Speedway. You just won at Indy. Down here in Victory Lane, let me ask the fans. It's all. Joe Logano will set his sights on a championship. Two times, baby. Things. He shot him off the right track. Back up on the throttle as he heads to victory. <laughs> NASCAR. Oh, he loses it. He crashes. Sirius XM NASCAR Radio, Channel 90. Also streaming on the SXM app. Oh, hell yeah. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa know-how. Tonight's Race Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, New Glasgow, Andy Ganesh, and Port Hawkesbury, Nova Scotia. You can count on Napa know-how. AP Race Fuels, the worldwide leader in race fuel technology. 
Soccer is a passion that goes beyond the sport. And Sirius XMFC's podcast, More Than a Game, brings that passion to you. Can you believe it? In each episode, FC's panel of experts take a deep dive into club histories, iconic grounds, Anfield has erupted, bitter rivalries, and so much more. There's nothing like a derby day in Manchester. New episodes are available weekly by downloading the Sirius XM app and searching More Than a Game. From the high banks of Daytona. Cover it all. Ooh, that's going to leave a mark. And now, back to the Joes. Hey, shake and bake, gal. Woo, shake and bake. Here on Race Time Radio. And welcome back, everybody, to Race Time Radio. So, so glad you could tune in tonight, all live on Sirius XM Channel 167, Canada Talks, and, of course, on Rev TV, right across the country. Hello to all the viewers out there. Uh, let's welcome in our next guest on our Zoom line. Uh, he comes to us from Alberta, Edmonton, Alberta, to be exact. His name, Noel Dowler. What's going on tonight there, Mr. Dowler? How are you? Good, guys. Good evening. Thanks for having me on. Hey, uh, you had a good year last year in that RS1 competition. Uh, you got a couple of wins. Uh, things look pretty damn good for you. Yeah, we had a, a good run last year. Uh, the year started off a little tough with uh, two DNFs, but after we got through those, we uh, picked up a win in Saskatoon, then Penticton, and uh, some more issues on the road course with another DNF, but uh, third place on the road course there at the end. You... Uh... Noel, you have been in all different forms of uh, racing, whether it's late models, whether it be NASCAR, Pinties, uh, Canadian Tire Series, what have you. Um, you. You've been in all the different forms of tracks as well. What's it like running an RS1 Cup car at Area 27 and then going from the, you know, the wide vastness of that big, beautiful track down to a quarter mile and uh, the tight bull rings? Do you have a favorite, or is uh, is it does it matter to you? No, it doesn't matter. Uh, the cars are perfectly uh, set up to do both. Um, there's no real disadvantage or advantage between the two tracks, in my opinion. Um, and I, I could care less if it's a road course or oval. Um, I'm showing up to the track and hopefully trying to win. Yeah, and you do a great job, too. It's always exciting to see you and your uh, it's brother, right? Adam's your brother? Yes, uh, Three brothers. Yeah. Adam, Griffin, and Noel. Yeah, look at that, eh? The three boys. Your dad's got to be still pulling his hair out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, incredible. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, 2023 comes up. Uh, how's the plans coming together? Everything starting to formulate? Uh, we're still exploring some options. Uh, we're not sure uh, exactly what we're running full-time. Uh, we're, we're very heavy into karting, as uh, as you know. We're doing some international races, and we've done in the past, and so we have that on the go, and um, we're hoping to do a full-time RS1. We're just waiting for uh, a couple things to come together to make yeah. it happen. Is there available space on your car? If there was a sponsor out there, and I, like the RS1 Cup Series, man, what a, uh, it, like a venue, a uh, you know, to get involved with something like that, uh, they can turn a lot of heads and have some really good promotional value with a race car. Do you have room on your car if someone wanted to get involved? Uh, yes, definitely. Um, we're actively seeking uh, some corporate backing. Um, there's a great opportunity on the ovals with lots of fans in the stands. Um, 
what you're doing in your uh, your hosting and for the Area 27 on TV. Um, then there's corporate days that are available as well at Area 27. That uh, that's a very nice package where the entire uh, entire corporation can come out, uh, 40 guests at a time, and come on the track and get the ride in the car and drive their own cars. Yeah, it's cool, too. If you've never seen inside one of these RS1 Cup cars, there is two seats in there by design, and uh, that that's kind of cool. You know, if you can uh, – racers have always got to be reluctant to take a late model uh, – well, any car for that fact that, uh, you know, uh, guys pour their heart and soul and probably their last nickel into building that race car to go race for a season – and, you know, you want to treat the sponsor correct. You want to try and do whatever you can promotional-wise. But nothing will activate a sponsor like getting them inside a race car to get a feeling. Uh, you know, they sit back and they watch you guys go around the track. And uh, it's one thing to sit back and watch it. It's another total difference when you get behind the wheel or get inside that race car and I know some guys are reluctant to put a sponsor behind the wheel because they, you know, they're like me. They don't know how to drive a race car. I can talk about it, but uh, not a good idea to stick old Joe behind the wheel and think you're going to go out and win a race. You're probably going to come back with just a steering wheel if I was behind the wheel. Whereas with the RS1 Cup cars, you've got two seats in there where now the sponsor can get in and you will take them for a ride that they will Guaranteed never forget, uh, I had Frank Kimmel Jr. take me around Riverside International Speedway with a petty driving experience. And I'll tell you what, I'll never forget it. Uh, Frankie took me around that Riverside at breakneck speed. I was white-knuckling it. I had the time of my life, and I could trust him. And that was the cool part. But there's nothing like having your helmet, I don't know, three inches away from the concrete doing uh, well over 100 miles an hour at Riverside. That'd be kind of cool. If they partnered up with you, they'd be able to uh, maybe get into some of that activation where they can, you know, come out, go for a rip in the car. And uh, you never know. You could change seats and be the navigator and let them take it for a lap. Yeah, definitely. Um, whenever we do it, we take uh, two cars, three cars out at a time and do a mini race of some sort um, and just funnel the people through. Usually uh, about 40 people go for rides and get a little mini race to see how fast we actually go around Area 27. And the straightaway speed is one thing. It's when you get in the corner and you're, you're downshifting and uh, going through the gearboxes and really making the car work, not just a straight line speed. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely a cool experience. Yeah, there's no other series like it, as far as I know, in North America, where you could go out and do this. Maybe in, I don't know, road racing, there is, you know, where you got a driver and a navigator. Uh, but I mean, in this form of motorsports, uh, it's really, there's no deal like it. Uh, it it's just, just incredible. Um, when you look at those tracks, you got Area 27, you got uh, Penticton Speedway. Uh, the series makes a stop in Saskatoon. That's where you won last year. What's that track like to go around? Looks looks like a lot of fun. And obviously, you were quick there last year. Yeah, Saskatoon's always been a great track. Um, the facility is amazing. Uh, the fans love it. I'm hoping that they can really pack the fans in there this year. Um, we had a bit of a rain issue last year where uh, we fell a little bit short on the crowd. But I've seen that place packed, and they... Uh, they love it. I've done some corporate events there too, where you set up the big tent and it's, it's an amazing time. Um, but yeah, I'm 
I love that track. It's two grooves and it, I seem to always be fast. doesn't matter in what series, but um, yeah, just hopefully good things this year as well. Well, when I talked to Richard and the organizers at Sutherland Automotive Speedway in Saskatoon, uh, I said to them last year, where are the people? How come there's nobody here? Now, I know the weather was an issue, but I expected to see more fans there as well. Uh, now, surprised that I was that we even got the race in because of the weather. But in the same respect, I kind of thought there would be more people. Richard said, to be quite truthful, Joe, we didn't know what RS1 was all about. He said, my God, we know now. And uh, it, it'll be hard to get a ticket for this year. And I wouldn't doubt it. It's going to be one of those uh, must-see events when it rolls into Saskatoon, just like it is at Penticton. And, uh, you know, any of the tracks, the people in B.C. know about it, where the people in Saskatoon got to know about it just last year. Uh, it's going to be incredible to see how it all turns out this year. Uh, do, it, they, would that be one that you would have circled on the calendar to make it back to Saskatoon? Definitely. I'm, I'm trying to do all the RS1 races. Um, just need um, some things to come together to make it happen. But I love I love going to Saskatoon. Um, we were racing carts there the weekend before, did well at that race. And then we raced on the Oval the weekend after. Uh, and then Penticton's a great track. Um, that whole organization group has done a great job out there. Uh, I believe they did some track repairs in one and two, if I'm correct. So yeah, that they takes did. Away that, that little bit of a bump on the inside. So that'll be Really interesting. Um, but, uh, yeah, I love those tracks and Area 27's a class facility. So I, they're all great tracks that we go to currently. You know, I was texting with Ingo Siebert from uh, Penticton just before the show started. And uh, we got Ingo coming up next weekend to preview the uh, uh, Western Rattler 300. Uh, but I asked Ingo, they, they had some practice, open practice on the weekend. And I said, how was it? Did you get a chance to talk to many teams uh, to, to get their take on what turn one and two was like now without that uh, ski jump that was down there. And he didn't get a chance to talk to a lot of teams yet. He said, but anybody that he did talk to absolutely loved it. Now they're going to be searching for the line that they're going to run down through there. Uh, when you were at Penticton last year with that bump, did you run higher? Did you sort of tuck down? Because three, four was a totally different end than one, two, right? Yeah, um, it was. It is a track where you can run both grooves. Um, we'll typically kind of move high um, until we get really racy. But uh, if you haven't seen the race um, in Penticton last year, the RS1, that uh, that second race, I believe, myself and McIntosh, that was that was really good racing for the last ten laps there, door to door, up, down, low, and just ten great laps racing for the to the finish there yeah incredible uh it's going to be another barn burner this year uh it, tell me how if someone wants to get involved with your race team how do they go about it uh you can follow me on social media uh, my name noel dowler um our website is apollomotorsports.ca um and then the rs1 does a good job in following all the drivers um yeah just word of mouth as well Perfect, perfect stuff. Uh, and I would suggest that if you're out in Alberta uh, or out in BC, doesn't matter where you are, really. Uh, but to take full advantage of the program that I know Noel can put forward, uh, you want to check it out. Uh, with the combination of being able to do some uh, hospitality and getting guys in the car, 
I'll tell you what. Uh, you can you can make a CEO a race fan in a day. I guarantee it. Going for a ride with you, I'd love to do it. Yeah, it's a, it's an amazing life changing experience almost. Yeah, incredible. Uh, so, what do you got up between now and the first race? You got some karting you're going to be doing. When do you kick that off? Uh, yeah, we got some karting, uh, some testing to get ready for preseason here. Uh, that's coming up this week. Um, we're looking to try and do some RS1 testing as well, um, and then just get ready for the first race, depending yeah. where it is. And get after it. That's the way to yep. get her done. Awesome stuff. Noel, this has been great catching up with you. You're looking good. You're all ready to go, and a race season's in front of us. Uh, good, Just good luck. I look forward to catching up with you when we get out to BC. Yeah, thanks, Joe. Yeah, it's going to be a hoot. Watch for him. Uh, that is Noel Dowler, and you can be part of his race team. Uh, he's got room, and not a lot of guys have room on those cars, Junior. Yeah, definitely, and uh, uh, just a, a really unique way of going about it as well. You know, there's uh, uh, you can get clients involved, and you can get customers involved. It doesn't just have to be you know corporate uh, you know employees. It can be uh, you know your customers and provide something that uh, really no other golf tournament is going to do for you or no. no other trade show sponsorship is going to do for you yeah um you know it's it's going to be something that's highly interactive it's a, a chance that you can spend a day uh with those core group of people and uh as well your name's going to get out there you're going to get the brand awareness and yeah. all that great stuff don't and, forget about the brand awareness exactly. that's the whole part of it but uh exactly. i know back when i had sobble speedway we created what was called steak night and we had the teams come out. They uh, were they, they cooked a steak like you would at a uh, golf tournament. Uh, everybody got steak and salads and that kind of stuff. And it was an opportunity for the teams to come out, put their sponsor in the race car, let them go for a couple of laps, and then back into the pits and put your next one in and so on and so forth. We did that for like three or four hours. It was a huge success. And teams were signing sponsors up that had nothing to do with racing, it was their first opportunity. They brought them out and uh, created a whole new wing of support for the race teams. It went off uh, just incredible. I can just imagine what a program like Noel's got would be able to do. Now we're talking uh, you could get some serious investment, uh, and it would be well worth it. Not only the promotional value, but take a look. There's CEOs and upper-level management that are looking for something to do. Guys can only go golfing so many times. If you're not a golfer, you're not going to get really too excited about getting together with everybody and, you know, doing a round of golf. If you're not a golfer, well, uh, try this motorsports end. Not everybody can say that they got in with Noel Dowler and went for a rip in a race car at Area 27 at the speeds. Uh, it would be off the hook. It would be memorable, and they can activate. Uh, it's kind of a cool situation. Yeah, definitely. And, uh, uh, you know, by the sounds of it, he's got uh, a lot going over there. You yeah. know, there's there's a lot of talking points there. International go-karting as well. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, the, the Dowler family is such a huge name within the motorsports community in, in Canada. Um, just uh, it's cool to see Noel. Um, you know, I, I think back to he's came a long way. Oh, you know, yeah. I think back to when he entered in the NASCAR Canadian Tire Series and, uh, you know, he was just a young kid, man, young like Coke 16 car. years old. Yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, he's came such a long ways. Uh, and, uh, you know, just uh, uh, he's now, uh, you know, one of them crafty veterans. He's, he's got a lot of laps under his belt and uh, in tons of different styles of cars from, you know, the, the Xfinity Series down to 
you know, late models. Yep. And, uh, well, down to go-karts. Yep, yep, including go-karts. Pretty cool stuff. We're going to hit our final break of the night. We've got the pole sitter for the Western Rattler 300. Coming up on the other side of the break, Wes Mater is going to join us. Stay with us, everybody. And the bass keeps running, running, and running, running, and running. Little Joe, this is John Force, NHRA Full Throttle Champion, and I'm here with your dad, and he's making me more famous. So God bless you. Let's get into it. Get stoked. Get started. Get started. From coast to coast, you're listening to Canada Talks. Race Time Radio is brought to you by the Quality Inn Halifax Airport, the official stay of the Race Time Radio broadcast crew. Even though Napa is a nationally known name, nearly all of our stores are built from the ground up by local owners and families. People you might call neighbors will be here, there, and everywhere. Doing what neighbors do to keep their communities moving forward. You stop by a Napa Auto Parts store, you can count on Napa Know How. It's Canada's kickoff to 2023 at Penticton Speedway. It's the second annual Western Rattler 300 weekend. If you build it, they will come. Friday, May 5th, it's qualifying. Plus the Street Stock Viper 100 and the West Carp Snake Bite 125. The top three will qualify and move on to the 300. Then Saturday, May 6th, it's the 300 last chance qualifier. Plus the Street Stock Venom 100 and the second annual Western Rattler 300. It's Canada's richest to win pro late model event with $20,000 to the winner. For tickets and info, get to PantictonSpeedway.com or tune in live on Race Time Radio for live flight-to-flight coverage. Riley Siebert, the winner. This is my house, not coming here to push me around, and this is probably the biggest win of my career. May 5th and 6th, the best in the business will be at Panticton Speedway at the Western Rattler 300. Alexa, play NASCAR radio on Sirius XM. Sirius XM NASCAR radio from Sirius XM. Start your engine! Gain access to NASCAR's biggest name. Martin Truex Jr. Kyle Busch. Chase Elliott. Hear live coverage of every single race. They're side by side for the win. Woo! It's unfiltered 24-7 NASCAR. Welcome to Victory Lane. We've got breaking news. Let's go to the hotline. This is Sirius XM NASCAR radio channel 90. Listen on the app or at home on devices equipped with Amazon Alexa. Learn more at SiriusXM.com slash NASCAR. Hey everyone, this is World Series champions Lance McCullers Jr. and Carlos Correa. We're excited to announce that our podcast, The Walkout, is now available on SiriusXM. Each episode, we go inside the world of combat sports, providing hardcore analysis, honest opinions, and top picks for every fight. If you share the same passion for combat sports as we do, you need to listen to The Walkout. Episodes are available on the SiriusXM app, Pandora, and wherever you get your podcasts. Time Radio is brought to you by Napa Auto Parts Stores, Fort Hawkesbury, New Glasgow, and Indigenous Nova Scotia. Drivers, start your engines! Welcome back to the track. Live on Race Time Radio, Sirius XM 167. 
And just like that, we are back with you all live tonight on Sirius XM, Channel 167, Canada Talks, and Absolutely Rev TV. How is everybody doing out there? Sure hope you're enjoying the show. Up next, we're going to talk Western Rattler uh, 300 that's coming up May 5th and 6th. And you'll remember last year was the first Western Rattler. Uh, This is going to be the second annual. This baby pays $20,000 to win. And our next guest had his number 10 car sitting on the pole for last year's race. Didn't end there. Uh, He ended up with engine trouble. But what do you say we bring him up on the Zoom line right now? I see Wes Mater with us. What's going on there, Wes? How you doing, buddy? Good, good. How are you boys tonight? Fantastic, my friend. You got that uh, car all shined up, tuned up, and ready to Zoom? Well, I don't know. We got it shined. We're just working on it today, but uh, still still a few things to do to it. But uh, we're working on it. Uh, yeah, it, it'll be ready for the, for the Rattler, for sure. Did it take much, West? Did you have a lot to do with the race car this year? Uh, how did you finish up 2022? Well, 22, I only raced the Rattler, and then we ran one race over at Western Speedway with it. Right, so that, right. That was 22 races that car ran last year. Had a little body damage over there, uh, but nothing major, just uh, service and uh, service and uh, get the setup ready. That's that's it, a few body panels, but uh, no, we'll be, we'll be good to go here in a couple of weeks. Yeah, then you'll be all set. Now, how about crew-wise? You got the same crew helping you out? Who have you got helping you? Yeah, I got uh, my local boys uh, coming up again this year. My son helps me out and a couple of other local boys. Then I got uh, Corey Hall coming out. Uh, he'll be out uh, him and Andrew will be out uh, the, the Sunday before. We'll spend a few days in my shop. And then Andrew will carry on with uh, Kyle Reed. And uh, Corey will stay with me. Wow, you got some uh, you got some help coming in. That's good to hear. Corey Hall, of course, from Canada's East Coast, and Andrew Hicken. We all know Andrew with the King uh, Race Team, and uh, you, you got some quality guys there coming in. Uh, you've got a good car. Uh, last year, no doubt, we uh, uh, Brad Mann and I were there on Thursday watching all the practice sessions, and of course, they had the timer going, and uh, we're watching, and they. You know, I've seen the 10 car go out there, boom, right to the top of the board. Then, you know, you see Riley Sieber come out in the 09 car. Well, Riley started out slow, and I thought, well, he's got a lot to pick up. Uh, the one car was another one that was fast, uh, 14. Uh, Carlson was uh, flying, like so many good guys, and it just kept changing. But, man, when it all counted and they were going for that lap, it was you, my friend, that uh, set fast time. Uh, and you were looking good throughout the course of the race, led some laps. Then what happened? <laughs> you know what? We started having trouble uh, uh, right out of the gate. Uh, that thing would, uh, it was almost like it was compression lock. And then and, and once we got the engine apart, the thrust bearings were seizing up, took the crank out of it. Ah. So we leading up to it, it was, it was uh, early troubles. It was hard starting and... So when I got the engine apart, we started seeing all the troubles there. But it started, I don't know, 50, 60 laps in. We started feeling something different. And I think I think we got 100 laps or 90 laps or something. And then finally that was it. She gave up the ghost. And uh, there no, it was over. Yeah, but, uh, yeah. When you, got feel it, it, fixed up there last when you feel it going south, it's a terrible feeling, isn't it? Especially when you know you had a fast car, you got one that's handling, and you're in good shape. Yes, no, we, we had a real good car. It, uh, 
it was uh, you know sat on the pole for a reason. It was uh, handling good, lots of power. Uh, just unfortunately, the engine went because we, we didn't have a lot of laps on that track overall. I think we raced there once before uh, the the fall before, but uh, this this year we should be uh, should be good to go. Like I said, we we know the engine is good. It's uh, it's fresh. So awesome, hey, yeah. Wes. Do you have a blank wall beside you? Could you turn uh, your your camera maybe towards the the <laughs> blank wall to your left? There the, the, you go. The, there's the lighting <laughs> the lighting behind you. You've got the uh, the window behind you, yeah. and uh, it's it it. it it keeps on bouncing back and forth on the on the visual side. There you go. You're looking good right is there. The is that better? Or is that nope. You're right on the money, man. Okay. Uh, how far do you got to go to hit Panticton Speedway? Where's home for you, Wes? Pit Meadows. Pit Meadows. Uh, it's 45 minutes outside of Vancouver, so we're four hour run up to uh, Penticton, something like that. There, it's not. It's not a far run. Yeah. So probably. Western would have been your home track, so to speak. Uh, back in the day, you would have ran a lot of races at Western. Now it's it's gone. Uh, where, yeah. Where's home track going to be for you this year? Will you have one? Are you just going to tour around? No. You know what? I'm going to do the the Rattler. Uh, maybe they're going to do the Canada 200 over at Saratoga. I've never raced there, so I'll try to hit that. And maybe the Miller 200 down to South Sound across the border. That's that's the couple I've got uh, slated for this year. Just busy with work. So just we'll see sure. what the time frame uh, allows. Well, and that's the thing, right? This sport, uh, when you got time and you uh, obviously enjoy your craft and doing what you do, but you got to have time to go do it. And by the sounds of it, if it's not prepared the way you want it, you're not going to go race it until you're ready to go. And that's uh, a true sign of a winner. And a guy that will go out there and do well is one that comes out prepared. And, Wes, you're that guy. Uh, you get that car ready to go, and uh, it's going to be something else. How about this year? You're going to be, uh, of course, trying to get that pull um, with the car laying down kind of early. You don't have the, you know, the textbook that everybody else gathered throughout the course of the race last year. It was an incredible 300, I might add. Uh, went off. What did we have? Maybe, I don't know, six, seven cautions in 300 laps. Uh, it was amazing that way. Uh, you won't have the textbook notebook that everybody else got that ran the 300 laps. But the guys you got coming in to help you out definitely know what's going on. How will you attack this one this year? How will I what? How will you attack the 300 this year? You know what? It, it's it's a long race. Uh, the biggest thing, you know, it's nice if you're starting up front, but it's, the, the bigger thing is staying out of trouble. You know, staying out of trouble, keep the tires on it. Uh, it's just, and then, you know, the last 75 laps, something like that, that's where the race starts. But if you, if you can get through through to that, I think you you got a good chance to, to, to win the race. Exactly. And they got rid of that bump down in turn one and two. Was that an issue for the 10 car last year? Did you get into that bump? Did it upset you much? No, you know what? I, 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 I didn't, uh, it didn't bother me. And I, I was watching the balance of the race and everybody was still low in one. Everybody's still, they'd go into one and hug the line, and then you got that better arc coming off, uh, you know, between two and three. Uh, but, no, I, I hear that they, they took it out of there, so it'll be nice. Uh, you don't get, you'd get a little upset, but, uh, you know, you feel that, and you, you drive accordingly. Uh, but I, I, I just think uh, this year you might get a, a little bit faster track with uh, not having to deal with that bump. 
Absolutely. Keep the tires under it a little bit better, too. You, it, when you unload like that, you're guaranteed to have some slip, right? So it's uh, uh, you, you might even see some, some faster times later on in the race, which it can be a good thing. It can, can, can make the race pace go up a little bit as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you see a racetrack make an improvement like that. It, it, it can change the, the, the way that the place races. Look at Delaware Speedway. They, they didn't touch the ends. Right. They just repaved the straightaways. And uh, it just so happens that now you don't get upset on the exit of the corner or the entrance of the corner. And it made the race pace for every one of those. It didn't matter if it was a 15-lap race or if it was a 200-lap race. Uh, the race pace went up. And uh, it just creates a different way that, that the, the place races. Wes, how you know you mentioned Corey Hall and, and uh, uh, the, the King Racing Bunch. How did you, a, a guy from BC, how did you get hooked up with, with a bunch of guys from Atlantic Canada uh, to, to make your racing program come together? Uh, well, I'm originally from Atlantic Canada. I'm, I'm originally from Cape Breton. So oh, okay. I, I knew, I, I didn't know the hauler, uh, uh, Andrew. I, I met them through uh, uh, Kyle Reed. Mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't even know Kyle and them, but I knew their father. I grew up with their father. So, you know, the small community is back there. You start talking to them, and right. then they lead me up to uh, Andrew. But that's how I got in touch with uh, with them guys. Did you race Did you race out east at all? Oh, yeah. That's where I started. I started in Sydney back in the 80s. Uh, that's at Bud Speedway. That's the small little Speedway home. So that's yeah. where I started. And then make the odd trip to Anakinish. Uh, with our, uh, we had a little sportsman deal back there in the, in the 80s. So then we'd go up to Anakinish and race up there the odd time and then moved here in uh, 1991 well, and then raced across the border for a few years and then I was out of it for 20 years. You know what you're going to have to do now, Wes? You're going to have to go win that Western Rattler 300 and then load that puppy up in that hauler, get someone to drive it, get them to send it out, or just piggyback off Kyle's trip and stick another car up in his hauler, and you got to make the IWK 250 run the two that, biggest races in Canada, man. That, that is a goal one day to get back to Anakinish and and run that. And I've talked to Kyle about it, talked to Andrew about it, and uh, in the next couple of years, you just never know. It, it, it may happen. I just got to get some seat time there in Anakinish. It's been it's <laughs> been long time since we've been on that track. Oh, what a beautiful speed palace that place is. Uh, Donald Chisholm and his whole group out there. Uh, what John started, Donald's continuing, and uh, it, it's simply amazing. Just a beautiful track. Who have you got sponsoring you on that 10 car? You got the sponsorship all lined up? Is there any room on the quarter panels if someone wanted to jump on for the Western Rattler 300? Oh, there's always room in there. But it's the W Mater Excavating is the sole one, uh, Dynamic Power Train, and uh, Inland Kenworth uh, are my three, uh, three big ones that... Uh, help me out yeah there's always room there's always room for somebody to put a name in the car and help out perfect well i know i look forward to catching up with you out there of course race time radio we're going to have everything live uh flag to flag we're going to carry it right from the time you guys hit the racetrack to do qualifying and all the way through my friend and uh i know we all look forward to it it's going to be huge out in bc on may 5th and 6th the western rattler 300 and you listen, that uh, that name, Wes Mater, you're going to hear a lot. Wes, thanks so much for the time tonight on Race Time. Like I say, look forward to catching up with you. Are you going to be there Thursday for practice before the 300? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll go up uh, Wednesday night, and then we'll be able to get our tires and practice Thursday. And, yeah, we'll be there for uh, 
first of Thursday morning for sure. Well, look forward to it, man. Hopefully the weather warms up. I know there, uh, uh, Trevor Sabre's got the order in now. He wants warmer weather than we even had last year, and it wasn't too bad last year. No, no, it was comfortable last year. It was yeah. comfortable, yeah. You betcha. Bud, thanks so much for the time tonight. I look forward to seeing you out there. It's going to be a hoot. Hey, thanks, boys. Appreciate the call in. Okay. You betcha. West, in a couple of weeks. West Mater, you got to watch him. I'll tell you what, that 10 car, uh, he's the real deal, and he's got, uh, he's got good support on that car. Uh, it's a good piece, and uh, it's going to be pretty cool, Junior. It's pretty neat, too, uh, the, the, the King Racing guys, you know, they're – running this weekend uh down at loud new hampshire right <laughs> yeah i wonder how austin made out i didn't I, have a look I, I, I haven't i haven't seen yeah um as well we got to give a big shout out to uh, all the canadian contenders that went down to the uh spring kickoff for the inex guys the the u.s legends Carters yes. nationals um the uh spring kickoff down in nashville um there was a bunch of canadian contenders down there um you know from the mihar um Tavares, um, there's a bunch of Canadians, oh, though, that, uh, yeah. that, that made the trip down and, and, uh, uh, you know, hats off to everybody that, that, uh, that went down there as well. Uh, a couple guys that went and did, uh, uh, spent a week, uh, running crate late models is the Graham, the, the father and son, uh, the Grams. They went down and, uh, and put together a bunch of, uh, good finishes. Did they? Uh, tore up, uh, the 98 one night, but, uh, yeah. uh, uh, the, uh, the 14, by the sounds of it, uh, everything clicked off without a hitch. So, uh, yeah, definitely, uh, man, there's so much news coming down the pipe. Uh, there's, there's a lot of excitement. Um, to uh, to you know, just getting ready for for the the yeah. season to kick off, and uh, I can't wait for it. Well, we got practice. Uh, if you got a hankering for watching some race cars on the track, Flamborough Speedway is going to be practicing next weekend. Uh, Delaware Speedway's got APC practice. Don't know whether it's open. I would imagine you could get your way into the pit area to see what is hot and ready to go for 2023. Uh, you've got. Uh, uh, Sunset Speedway, I believe, is either up next weekend or the weekend after that. Uh, a lot of tracks will be firing up for practice. I've seen Full Throttle Motor Speedway in Durham, Ontario, Varney, Ontario. Uh, they had the rollers out, the paintbrushes. The place looks amazing. Paul Chirpanier and the staff there are doing a great job. Uh, the tracks will be getting ready right across Canada. Uh, and, you know, we look forward to, uh, to getting you as much information as possible uh, throughout the course of the season, uh, we plan on having winners next week on the show. Uh, Ingo Siebert is going to join us. We'll talk Western Rattler with the guy that's running Penticton Speedway. We've also got, how about Pete Vanderweese and Junior? We've got both of them coming on next week in the shop with the car in the background. Uh, so you can look forward to Pete Vanderweese dropping by. We'll talk quick, quick fire starter super stocks and uh, we'll find out what their plan is this year. Uh, so we got a couple lined up already and more to come, of course, throughout the course of the week. You can always follow us along at Racetime Radio on Facebook and Twitter and Instagram and all those different ways. Of course, check out Racetime Radio TV on YouTube. And uh, don't forget to hit that subscribe, please. 
and we much appreciate it. Junior, what do you got going this week? We've got uh, one minute. Yeah, definitely. Just uh, getting ready, fired up. Uh, uh, we got to give a shout-out uh, earlier on this week. The release came out. Uh, Spark Power, back with DJ Kennington, cool. back with, uh, back with uh, Rick, Rick Verburn, Rick Verburn yep. as well uh, on the quarter midgets as well for, for the Verburn camp. Uh, but uh, They got their uh, own heat race they now. They do have their they? own heat race, yeah. yeah, basically, between the DJ K-Boys and, and, uh, and, and Rick and them. Um, yeah, no, it's going to be really cool. We got to give a big shout out. I can't wait for everybody to see this this guy, uh, this guy's car. I know you've seen it. I showed you a sneak peek. But Roy Wilkie, um, driver of the thirty three in the it Super is Stocks, beautiful. My lord, they did a lot of work over the winter. And uh, uh, hats off to Roy and and the uh, the guys uh, for for stepping up and and taking a big swing. Hey, and, Roy uh, builds a wicked house. Hey, absolutely. he builds a wicked race car too. By the look at that one, definitely. And uh, yeah, no, there's lots of lots of stuff to look forward to i know uh you know the the super stock division is going to be crammed with uh with big names this year and and uh i can't wait to uh to see everything come together and and uh yeah everybody enjoy your week and and uh get out there to a racetrack this weekend and don't miss that arca race from teledega you don't want to miss that jason white is going to be in the 44 car and Amber Vulcan, yeah, she's from Winnipeg. She's also a fellow Canadian. She'll be in the Venturini. What number is she? I can't remember offhand. One of the Venturini cars, not 55. Um, but I can't remember. Sorry, Amber. I can't remember the car number, 15? but I will. 15? I don't know. Uh, but she'll be in that race as well. Uh, so we got two to pull for in the show. It'll be a great race. You can guarantee it. Uh, and uh, let's see how Alex Labay does. I think Xfinity is there, right, next weekend? Uh, yeah, I believe yeah. so. Yeah. Well, that's going to do it for us tonight in the Race Time Radio studio. Uh, got to thank Sue here uh, for doing the production. Got to thank uh, Scotty in Toronto. Also got to thank Tim at the Rev TV studios in Steel. Can't forget about you, Bobby. Good job, and that's going to do it for us. We'll catch you next week right here on Race Time Radio. Uh, have a good week, everybody. Thanks for listening to Race Time Radio. Visit us on the web at www.racetimeradio.com. We hope you'll join us again next time for more Race Time Radio. Come on now, dig, dig, dig. Exclusively on your home for the hardcore race fan. Excellent, buddy. Excellent.